Welcome everybody to another episode of our Labs Open Office Hour. Uh, this time we're joined by Dr. Don Kinghorn, one of my favorite people to talk to ever because I just your enthusiasm for the topic um, of any topic really is just so infectious. I love it. Um, so uh, I'm really excited to be talking with you today. Um, like I like to always start off, uh, just in case anybody doesn't already know, um, introduce yourself, give a little background, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, I'm uh, Don Kinghorn, uh, Dr. Don. Um, the, the PhD is in theoretical chemistry. Uh, done all kinds of things, and but I've always been a computer nerd. So now I'm uh, I've been hanging out at, at Puget for wow, quite quite some time. Uh, I oh, think yeah. probably like seven years or something like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, but it, but it's fun. It's fun, you know. I uh, get to play with new hardware as soon as it comes out. Ah, it's always fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm an uh, uh, incurable uh, hardware nerd, so. Um, yeah, but I'm the scientific computing, scientific computing advisor at yeah. uh, Puget Systems. That's that's the, my main main thing, uh, and helping people do stuff. Right. That's my motivation. That's cool. I love it. Um, and so a lot of what you do for Puget um, kind of relates to like machine learning and data crunching. Um, and that, that's sort of an angle, right? There's a lot of uh, TensorFlow and NAMD and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, uh, so to get to, I mean, that's a, that's a great start. So um, I, I guess what's, what's new uh, in the scientific computing world, Don? Well, I, I tell you, um, okay, just kind of like uh, recent stuff I've been going, I don't have anything like really super special like to demo or anything like that today. Okay. Uh, but but there's, yeah, you know, I mean, always, there's been a lot of great stuff going on. And uh, definitely one thing that I, w I wanted to talk about is um, uh, GTC, yeah. uh, NVIDIA's um, GPU technology conference. Mm -hmm. uh, that was last week. Ooh, oh. And uh, this this was again, you know, another um, another live streamed kind of uh, conference thing, of course. Sure, right? sure. Um, and uh, I really wanted to talk about it because kudos to Nvidia. Mm -hmm. uh, they've they've always been like this. The G GTC is one of my favorite conferences, and um, you know, been been going for seven years plus wow. um and uh it was just always my favorite it's just my been my favorite conference you know it, in the uh years ago it was really pretty intimate it was fairly small yeah and um it it was really really nice they had these marvelous catered dinners and <laughs> i mean it was it was great it was really really nice um and but it got bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, because Nvidia mm -hmm. is like probably the most important company, one of the most important companies in the world right now, especially for uh, computing, um, machine learning, AI. They're just sure, you know, unquestionably a leader there. I yeah, mean, they're they they've been driving things forward. Right. Um, and uh, so the conference got huge. It just got massive, and they overflowed. You know, they're their venue they kept kept the same venue down there in in um um it was vegas but uh, no 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 um uh, san diego the, the conference center down there where, where, no, where, no, where no, would no 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 uh, silicon valley have been? Uh, well <laughs> where <laughs> you know their home right where everybody is yeah and where is gtc location oh my god i can't even <laughs> Uh, t -t 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 -t. It's like uh, San Jose. San Jose. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, well, I, for whatever reason, it's like San Jose. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, yeah, of course it's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Right. Uh, but anyway, they they overflowed that venue. I mean, mm -hmm. it got just massive. It, the last couple of them were a little bit uh, unpleasant because they were just so crowded. 
Oh. The pandemic hit, right? Right, like, right. Oh, okay. Well, now we got to do something different. And, uh, you know, so the, the one in the spring, which is usually the big meeting, uh, that was, uh, you know, initially had been planning on, on attending that, right? Right. So had they, you know, it was like, oh, okay. So they scrambled and they got a, uh, an online meeting going and it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Okay. But one thing that NVIDIA has always done is they always get feedback. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, even, you know, all, little things like on the conference, they're like, oh, yeah, waiting it to get your p- pass. That was kind of a pain. The next year they fixed it and just like awesome. tremendous improvement. They, they've done that every year. They always do that. They, they ask for your feedback and then they do something with it. Shocking. Imagine that, right? Yeah, that shocking. Was shocking. Considering um, I've been to I've been to a couple of Twitch cons and 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 PAX, the Penny Arcade Expo, and it's it's a nightmare. It, um, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you, you tell them that, and then it's like, well, okay, they don't Ooh, fix it. Yeah, what do you do? But Nvidia is really really good about it, and cool. uh, this this GTC, this is you know they usually do uh, they would do a, a GTC in fall in like mm-hmm. uh, DC. Kind of okay. with a focus uh, towards uh, uh, government stuff. Okay. And um, but the, their, the fall meeting this year, this was this was uh, you know pretty much worldwide as as they always are. Um, but um, they it was way better. It was very engaging. It was very good, and the talks. The streams they used. Uh, I don't know if you if you've seen any. NVIDIA webinars, uh, then you would know what I'm talking about. But they're, okay. they used their webinar format for their talks. Nice. And it was really, really quite good. Um, and the, um, so, so f- that, was, that was the first thing. A- and it worked. You know, I don't know, I don't know the statistics for attendance and stuff like that, but I watched a lot of I, I was on a lot of uh, the live uh, talk webinars, and they were very good. Cool. There, That's there was good a to couple hear. that I, I kind of suckered into that were like, you know, Kool Aid Fest. Oh yeah. You know, you know it's like, yeah, I've heard that marketing stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, but the technical talks, and especially mm-hmm. the the Nvidia people that were doing technical talks. Yeah. Well, everybody actually that was doing a technical, they were excellent. They cool. Were really, really good. And they, and th- another thing where they listened, they they listened. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, repeatability is a big deal right now. Okay. And what do, you, uh, what do you mean for for what exactly? Well, well, people, people, uh, you know, they say things and they do presentations, and they show charts and they've got all this all these numbers and they're talking about all this stuff and it's then like okay can i verify that somehow oh sure like benchmarks and things or or like yeah yeah okay and man nearly every talk that i went to they had links to uh github pages for source code uh they had instructions they had blood they everything was like okay if you want to try this here it is that's awesome. And they were really good about it. They were really good about it. And that winds up being an extremely valuable resource. Yeah. You know, um, because that's good stuff. Sure, it's, yeah. It's just good stuff. And and uh, and so they were, it, it was obvious that um, uh, that was a requirement for the speakers. Nice. Was to provide information for reproducibility and, you know, external um uh, external links and stuff like that, sort code right. links and and stuff. So that was excellent. The the so I was really really pleased with it. Yeah, a lot um, more toys for you to play with. Oh, it's good stuff. <laughs> I, I learned a lot. That's awesome. So, so, some of the some of the talks were like, oh, that's gold. You know, it was like, oh, that, okay. Now, of course, was it anything not stand, do something, but <laughs> anything in particular standing out the that is oh. uh, kind of mind blowing for you. Oh, you, you know. Um, well, uh, the, uh, there was there was a CUDA technical talk, 
Okay. And it was just great. I mean, the ad- advances they made in like uh, in version 11 of CUDA. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't have anything right off hand. Um, and I, you know, I've, I'm not remembering anything. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, it was really impressive. And it was just a great talk. Um, and, and it kind of the big picture there mm-hmm. is that they're just they're just they're just killing it they're just yeah. moving forward uh in a massive way and it's just keeps getting better and better and better huh. um yeah so, it, yeah it, it has seemed that in in a in a big picture kind of way nvidia is definitely more is is focused on the like scientific computing the machine learning the ai kind of stuff and they really just like their gaming stuff is just a front for all of the cool science stuff that they kind of do in the background. And I, I feel like maybe some people miss that, that NVIDIA really like a lot of the stuff. I mean, everything from like automated driving to, um, um, man, it just, it boggles the mind, you know, these something as simple as like the, you know, is this a hot dog kind of thing, but like the, the underlying like principles there are are mega. I mean, look at the look at the Nvidia broadcasting where it could cut out it could cut me out of this right here and without a green screen and it's and it's crisp and really really well done. The RTX voice thing, those are more like consumer facing um sort of products, but all of that is has been funded and powered by their uh scientific stuff that they've been doing and it's really really cool. Oh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, the, the, uh, the they're, you know, they've and you're you're right about the 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 gaming thing. I mean, because that's what funded everything. Yeah. And and um, you know, and and Jensen, I mean, he had a vision, and and uh, uh, so G four, you know, the gaming. That's been their plan from the beginning, kind of. Well, it 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 uh, they really quickly caught on to. Uh, what we did in oh man mid 2000s okay because um, and and you know I toyed with this stuff right off the bat before CUDA yeah um, you know it's like oh hey man these shaders are cool these are little uh, four vectors in here I wonder if we can compute with this and so people started toying around with that I was like oh man these video cards are freaking killer okay so yeah you can actually do some matrix multiplies on a video card and so there was a big interest because accelerated people were kind of hitting the wall on, on some CPU stuff. And it was like, man, sure. we, you know, we need something. And, uh, Nvidia was going, Ooh, yeah. And they, and, <laughs> and I mean this, they had to be really looking f- towards the future. Uh, but then they really, they took that money because they were really killing it in the gaming, uh, GPU market. So right. they were, very profitable they took that money and invested it in, in on the computing side and and created that just insanely great ecosystem around uh, CUDA and uh, GPU acceleration and I, I mean I always say it if you want an example of the uh, superb uh, ecosystem for a platform NVIDIA just nailed it and uh, and they just keep doing it keep doing it <laughs> And then they were pretty much responsible for the machine learning AI revolution. Sure. I mean, it was, it was because, you know, I, I did this stuff as a messed around with some of it as a grad student in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I just cleaned a folder out of a, a file cabinet the other day and it was like, I have papers in there from 89. And this is wow. stuff that I was, this is stuff I was looking at and kind of messing around, but you couldn't do anything couldn't do anything because the yeah. performance wasn't there you know mm-hmm. the data revolution hadn't happened and all that um but uh yeah in nvidia caused that to just explode and um and they're still they're the ones they're the main force driving things forward because it's and they've got you know competition with other accelerators and you know other stuff going on but man they just keep moving forward every yeah. every time it looks like oh yeah maybe nvidia is going to get unseated and then it's like no they're not <laughs> <laughs> so 
we actually have a question from from Twitch. Um, Deddy asks how how long. Um, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but um, how long how long do you think um, before machine learning and AI is going to be more friendly for beginners? Um, just like Raspberry Pi kind of took the route uh, for coding and whatnot. That's a great question, and, and I, I I mean that one gets to me personally because. Um, and I struggle with this a little bit sometimes too. I, I uh, uh, part of the stuff that I do here, and that I, I really get a lot of satisfaction from, is um, uh, is is helping people to get started with this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that that post that I did, uh, man, it, the post is it's got to be almost two years old now, about how to how to get TensorFlow with GPU support going on Windows. Oh sure, mm-hmm. that's been. That's been one of my most rewarding posts because uh, I don't know. There's hundreds and hundreds of uh, comments on there, and it, and it usually goes something like, "Oh man, I was trying to get this going for a week and I couldn't. Nothing worked right. I followed your your guide here, and now I'm up and running, and I'm, I'm I've got TensorFlow going, and you know I'm back to my uh, school project." Nice. Um, post that into the chat. This is the one. This is the one titled "The Best Way to Install TensorFlow with GPU Support on Windows 10 Without Installing CUDA." Uh, I think so, and it's probably got like an updated at the end of it. Uh, yeah, new version of this post now available. Yeah, we'll get you the the fresh one from uh, 2019, April 26, 2019. Here we okay. go. Yeah, it's still I've. Uh, I've kind of thought that that one needed a refresh, mm-hmm. but because periodically some of this stuff doesn't work right. Sure. You know, it's because there's a lot of moving parts and like some things like, oh, that's not working right. But it's every, everything in there is actually uh, pretty much okay right now. And uh, and the gender, the basic principles are, uh, are sound. And I mean, that's okay. the best way to get the setup going. And it's pretty straightforward. Um, oh, geez. Hey, you know what? I, I'll... Um, now, now uh, uh, honestly, my recommendation for for really for serious machine learning work and stuff like that is is Linux. Sure. Uh, and and the reason is because that's where all of the development work is done. That's where all the research oh. is being done. And that, um, but if as a an entry point, no, no, man, use your use your Linux or your Windows gaming rig. Sure. I mean that's just killer for for a machine. <laughs> you, know, you got a, a, de- a halfway decent uh, Nvidia GPU in there, and you're set. I mean, you could do serious work, mm-hmm. um, and it's getting easier and easier and easier to do. Um, you could do a course like uh, Fast AI. Okay. Um, um, that's I, I highly recommend it. I haven't done their stuff, but I mean, it's really good. It's kind of like uh, they do kind of a top down. It's like get your hands in there and learn how to do some machine learning work and um, uh, and then kind of do that from the top down and then more theory exposure and stuff as as later as you go so um, yeah good resources and I, I encourage anybody that's 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 hesitating that's like oh it's my is go ahead and dive in because there's a bunch of good stuff yeah um, but uh, Another thing, kind of related to that, I, I'll since it came up, I'll go ahead and, and and say that I I'm one of the things I've been messing around with is I'm trying to get um tr- trying to do a you know I I, I did the, the um, machine learning uh, development server stack yeah yeah okay that's that's a work in progress um, it's it's pretty good. I've got people using it in the field. They're using it for uh, teaching courses and stuff like that. Nice. That's that's a Linux server based mm-hmm. um, stack uh, based around with with an administrative. It's all accessed through a web browser. So oh, e- everything oh, on right. the machine. Yeah. It's a server, and all the it, I have a system administration interface that's really easy to use, like managing users and doing updates and all that kind of stuff, right through the browser. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got Jupyter Hubs um, uh, serving up multi-users uh, accounts on the server, and uh, and then that's serving up Jupyter Lab as the uh, primary user interface, mm-hmm. and then configurations in that for for doing this stuff um and uh that's pretty nice you know i i've i'm a little bit stalled on it right now because i'm waiting on 
uh, Jupiter Lab version three, and oh. it's been delayed several times. So and that's uh, but it's uh, JupiterCon is going on right now. <laughs> right on. And and they're okay. going to they're releasing it like this week or this week or next. My actually might be next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will get it. That will get packaged up and everything uh, soon. And uh, then I'll I'll do a new version of this stack, and I'll I'll oh, uh, cool. base everything around uh, uh, Jupiter Lab three, and that should be pretty cool. Um, but I'm I'm also looking at now that's server oriented. This is for doing mm-hmm. like a heavyweight machine where you've got you know not a lot of people, but a, you know four or five or six you sure. know small group. Um, it's also good for it's appropriate for doing like classes that could be you know 30 or 40 people even right um but you can't give wow, everybody their own gpu there <laughs> yet yet yeah um um oh, i keep get i keep hitting all these wonderful little tangents like a go yeah. off on. no no that's great <laughs> no it's good it's good but i'm i'm working on doing a stack mm-hmm. uh, an end user stack on windows right Okay, something that I, I want it to be actually a instead of having to go through all this setup and stuff like like what I've got in that blog post, more of like, okay, download this ins- this uh, you know installer and run it, and it'll set everything up for you, ready to go. That'll be cool. Um, there there's some barriers, there's some difficulties in doing that, um, but uh, I I've been messing with it, I've been doing it. Uh, I've also ins- installed my stack on mm-hmm. on Windows WSL two. Right. I've, yeah, insta- we, I've installed a... the Linux stack on there with yeah. GPU support, which is mm-hmm. not public. All you know that's in the oh, Insider right. uh, yeah. Dev channel and all that right now. But that mm-hmm. actually works pretty good, and that's an interesting way to do it. Yeah. And it, going forward in the future, that will be the way to do it. It'll be using Linux on Windows. That'll be the way to do stuff like this. That's cool. Um, yeah, we did a Massive. we did a demonstration of that a couple. I think that was our last talk. You and I uh, was the was the WSL. Um, or did we? Yeah, we did it a couple mm-hmm. times because I I mm-hmm. uh, when it was first possible to do, I did something and then I did another one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I fired up like uh, Jupiter Lab and stuff like that. Yep, I remember. And then you um, there was a um, you Probably downloaded random. an NVIDIA Docker container that was specifically yeah, built yeah. for Linux, and it ran perfect, and it was super cool. I remember that was neat. You, I remember you were so excited, which is – and it is because – It's cool. Most – like with the penetration that Windows has, basically everybody has Windows. And here pretty soon, they're going to be pushing this WSL2 out to everybody, and so – it's it's just going to be it'll be an option like it's not going to be in your face but you anybody will be able to just take a few fairly easy steps it was it looked pretty simple as i recall and you you could be doing cool machine learning stuff you, you could be that's, running uh, ngc uh that's the nvidia um uh, gpu containers uh on windows okay yeah. <laughs> and using using that great stuff uh, yeah, those Docker containers uh, from NGC, NGC are, are, are uh, fantastic. Um, and that's, yeah, and that Ooh. probably, you know, the performance is getting pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the, the GPU, what they, they're, they're doing, uh, Microsoft's doing fantastic stuff with this. That team is just, is wonderful. Um, so, and NVIDIA is totally cooperating with them. Nice. Which is really, really great. So that's, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see what goes forward on it. People are speculating that Windows, that Microsoft's going to going to drop the NT core and use a, a, a Linux core for Ooh, Windows. Interesting. I think that's really pretty far-fetched. Yeah. Because um, the... Basis <laughs> of those operating systems is really, really different. Okay. So, um, but in some sense, it makes sense. I mean, some big people are speculating on this, and they have good arguments. Hmm. Uh, I, but I really doubt it. Yeah. Okay. But who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> the thing is, it, it, it may be moot uh, because oh. I think that uh, the Windows and, and Linux are going to be running pretty much on par 
performance on the same machine on the same desktop. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, and, and that's probably less than a year away from that being like, hey, really something viable. Nice. Um, but yeah, I really kind of went off on a tangent no, there, but that's I okay. think that's appropriate for today. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. So we do have uh, actually Deddy from Twitch has another couple questions. Um, have you had any chance yeah. to play with NVIDIA Jetson? And an interesting segue that I knew we would come to. Uh, what do you think about the future for ARM CPUs? Ah, nice. Okay, love it. <laughs> Let, uh, hang, hang on a second. I'm going to grab something. Uh, I'm just going to grab something. I think my uh, cord will reach this far. Don gets to show off his toys. This is this is great. I, you know, I, I did this, and I, I was all enthusiastic. I wanted to get a whole team going at uh, down at the company to do mm-hmm. this. Uh, but this is cute. Oh, uh, see here here is oh man, the camera is like yeah, there you go, oriented backwards and stuff. That is an uh, Nvidia Jetson in there. Uh huh. Um, and uh, that thing is fantastic. It, it's it's great. I mean, it's only for, like a hundred bucks, right? They're pretty cheap. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's that's yeah. this is the the four. This is the original one, the four gigabyte. Uh, this is a, actually a decent computer system right here. I love it. I love it. it it's got a Maxwell GPU in it with a decent okay. number of cores. You know, a Mac, Maxwell like GPU. It's actually unique, the one that's in okay. here. But that's a little ARM, uh, uh, an ARM unit with a NVIDIA GPU in it. Right on. Uh, so you got. You got yourself a little battle bot right there. Yeah, you know I've got the the camera. Yeah, I, um, I've got a little display on uh, on here. Oh man, where? Oh, I got I got to change More, the orientation. Yeah. This camera's driving me crazy. <laughs> little display on there. You know, uh, bat, it runs off a of battery. Mm-hmm. Um, the the idea with that was to do it, um, uh, you know, as an autonomous. Uh, an autonomous robot oh neat uh and just use the camera and just uh, you know I, I had this vision of everybody making their little robots and then um like putting a number on the back of their shirt or something like that and having their uh, their little robot follow them around the uh, parking oh that'd lot. be neat yeah but we should probably still do that maybe we'll do that in, really uh, cool. in the summer it'll be awesome yeah but yeah uh, jetson is great don't hesitate to pick one up and and especially that was one of the things they uh announced at gtc is uh, they've got a two two uh, gigabyte version of that? Oh, nice! Which um, for for projects and stuff, that's I mean, it's okay. You know, this mm-hmm. is a, this little arm thing running uh, Linux. It's pretty lean, and um, and that thing is like sixty bucks. It's like fifty nine dollars or something like man, that. Man, that's that's not oh, that's a no brainer. Yeah. Hey, yeah, if man. you if if you haven't gotten one and you're you're hesitant, just get the stupid thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I you know, I would probably say. Get the four gig one because you can set up a Linux desktop on there that was actually really yeah. a pretty decent little box. That's right crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, that's fun. That's cool. Fun. Good stuff. And so, so ARM. I know uh, this past year or so, the the number one supercomputer is uh, a massive ARM thing. I I don't know the right word, but. Um, yeah, yeah, the uh, uh, machine by uh, Fujitsu. Yeah, um, that was that. They were the first ones to hit exaflops. Wow! And, uh, and so, yeah. hold on. Let's let's give a little perspective. What what is an exaflop? Uh, let's see. Exaflop is like a. Is that a billion billion? Because I know I know recently in in casual news the most recent consoles that are coming out here pretty soon are um i think into the gigaflops and so how much more than that (laughs) okay Uh, gigaflops you go to um i think okay you go to you go to like uh uh teraflops right which is a thousand times that oh my my, uh, teraflops my bad. So the Sony PS5 is capable of 10.28 teraflops. So as yeah, a comparison, that's in some sense, in some uh-huh. sense, it is. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, that's because that you know, yeah, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, a 
so a teraflop is a thousand gigaflops. Then mm-hmm. a, a petaflop is a thousand teraflops, and then a, a exaflop is a thousand petaf- petaflops. So we're looking at so 10, a, like 000... I think that's a billion billion, like a million trillion. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah, it's way up there. It's a lot of zeros. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's insane. It's just crazy. Um, but wow. uh, yeah, ARM is is oh okay if you if you really want to uh, uh i've been pretty big on arm for a couple of years and then in fact yeah. i thought they it was going to take off uh in a bigger way sooner okay um and uh, a couple of years ago i was uh, i was bugging josh you know mm-hmm. our, uh, our our guy that that does um uh, system design and qualification what's mm-hmm. what's do you, you know what's his official kind of title uh uh, product manager, Pro- product product design engineer or something like that. Uh, he he's uh, but Josh is great and yeah, man. I I for, I was just bugging him. I was just driving to Queen. I walk up to him. I would whisper in his ear, arm, <laughs> arm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, but I yeah. a, and at that. Point. I was thinking, hey, maybe we could do a little. We could do an ARM workstation for developers to, uh, you know, actually have a, a good development platform that is ARM based. Uh, but it was not really. It was not really such a great idea at the time. Okay. I mean, it would have been okay, but nah. Who do you who who do you go through for ARM? Like, is that is that still like Intel and or Citrix? Like, who does who does? The, or okay, yeah, it's uh, ARM. Nvidia, is really Nvidia soon, but like. Who 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 does yeah. ARM? Well, ARM is a weird model, okay? Because uh, ARM itself is uh, intellectual property licensing. Oh, okay. They, they do design and they oh. control kind of the specifications and stuff like that, but they don't make anything. Okay, that'd be like like the Snapdragon processor that's in my phone yes. or some and yeah. some yeah. and Samsung or whoever makes that. Yeah. Okay. And and that's the scales. All the way from little teeny things that are driving oper- everything, right? Mm-hmm. All the way to like serious HPC processors, like the Fujitsu one is probably the most the highest performance right now. I think that's like a sixty-four core. Um, it, it's sixty-four bit. It's got vector acceleration. It's got, I mean, it's it's a serious HPC supercomputer chip. Yeah. And uh, and there's a few designs, um, but there's that stuff is still evol- it's evolving like again, right mm-hmm. now, and um, uh, so so yeah, ARM can scale from, you know, what's in your toaster, up to <laughs> up to supercomputers. Wow. So um, and uh, and anybody that licenses the design can make their own arm processor i see okay you know so like apple has their own uh their own processors mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right that's that's their uh, that's their processor based on the you know uh underlying arm design i see yeah um yeah arm is a is a kind of an old school risk processor reduced mm-hmm. instruction set processor um great processor but that's part of the reason why it's uh, lower power it's very different from intel and amd hmm. it's it's like um uh the old school uh unix systems used to okay. r- uh, run on uh um uh risk systems but arm is the survivor of that model <laughs> um but yeah you know there's a really 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 compelling reasons for companies like uh apple and microsoft to move to a hardware platform that's ARM-based, um, okay, because it greatly increases their profitability for one, hmm. um, and they could build systems that are high performance with very good, uh, very low power consumption. Okay, you know that's um, cool. That's the, cool. These big ones, they they suck the juice just like oh, yeah. <laughs> everything else. Yeah. But uh, but the, it is more efficient, and the thing is, they they can control the. Uh, the design process a lot more and um the, yeah there's really compelling reasons and you know uh, apple's making the switch yep uh, uh microsoft is is yeah they're gonna do arm i know that they've had um 
uh, having spoken with my friend Jerry, he who used to work for Microsoft, they do have a version of Windows 10 that is built for ARM, and yeah. so I think the I think really the only the the hang up I think is the um, I guess virtualization I suppose because we have so many popular applications that are written for the x86 x6 or 64 bit like um, yeah x86. And and that yeah. doesn't that's not the same and so and trying to to get those to cross over is difficult, is from yeah, what I understand. Th- but they've uh, had really good success recent. Mm. Um, yeah, they, they essentially have to uh, emulate the instruction set, right? Because there's there's um, uh, and that's part of the reason why it's been a big lag. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're in the process, the transition process. Um, they'll have to use some emulation to keep a lot of mainstream applications uh, up and running mm-hmm. uh, until they get native ports done. Okay. Um, the thing is, it's getting easier and easier to do the native ports. Oh, that's, nice. That's nice. yeah. That's a big. That's one of the big changes. Um, and uh, and yeah, Nvidia is all in, obviously. Right. Okay? Right. <laughs> because um, it. I mean, unless it gets blocked for political reasons, uh, NVIDIA will own ARM. Okay. And they have already ported everything to ARM. The full CUDA, every, their entire SDK, their entire development stack, everything, ARM is fully supported now. It's nice. completely supported. Nice. And, uh, and they have product. They have new product that uh, server class... Uh, product that is 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 uh, GPU and ARM based that then slots into uh, backplanes. Uh, I- Nvidia is just they're they're flying forward. Yeah. And whether they acquire ARM, if they can, if they actually acquire ARM, it will just be a boost for them. Sure. But if they don't, if they're blocked, it's not going to matter. Sure. Because okay. They, they'll still do, you know. I mean, they've had their own uh, arm design. They've got Tegra. They've had for ages, and uh, but they will definitely move forward in the HPC realm of mm-hmm. arm. And nice. so, uh, Nvidia will probably have high performance hardware that's you know even more power efficient. Um, oh, nice! And they'll be, uh, be when, great. when they can control the whole design Mm -hmm. and you know they've got melanox so they've got the communication stuff the high performance uh networking uh they've got all the little pieces there but they still need a cpu sure and and um if they can do if they acquire arm it i it will definitely be an advantage to them it will mm-hmm. also be a, an uh, another revenue stream for them a very sure. important revenue yeah. stream because then everybody the thing has is, to license it from them yeah and the thing is everybody's people are kind of worried about nvidia owning arm mm-hmm. i think it's totally great i uh, nvidia is not an evil company nvidia <laughs> is an amazing company you know they they still they still have marketing and they they do stuff that every now and then you go whoa come on guys no the 20 series prices right well <laughs> yeah i mean you know but it's that's that's the game in, in business and and but the the core of the company especially the new nvidia right mm-hmm. uh, man they're doing really really good stuff and and um uh, they're a very important company. Yeah, uh, they're very important, and and uh, yeah, they get. Oh man, if Nvidia gets ARM in five years, we're gonna be looking back and going, "Whoa, everybody, what happened?" Yeah, yeah everybody. So I suppose would um, well actually, um, this question's come up a couple times, so we'll, we'll just touch on this real fast. Um, will it be possible to have a quad RTX 3090 workstation on a 1600 watt power supply? Do you think some lower power blower versions might come out? Maybe and yes. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, it's. Oh, hey, we're was... chomping, we're, we, we are chomping at the bit. And in yeah. fact, Matt is testing. Uh, Matt is doing some testing with uh, uh, quad. 
39. Matt put a put a picture out of, of yeah 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 and, and it's, it's it's been blowing up. People have been talking shoot. about it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so we just I had to touch on that real quick. But um, to to swing back to the arm discussion, what as a consumer, what would be the benefit of of a shift to arm? Um, Lower cost and, and more efficient power consumption. Yeah. So that's where the quad 3090 would come into play because then you have a lower TDP CPU. You could stuff 1,200 watts yeah. worth, of, worth of graphics cards into a machine. <laughs> and oh. it'll be networked with uh, Mellanox interconnects. So it'll be a complete... I mean, I, I can kind of see some stuff into the future that NVIDIA could do uh, that will just be like completely different so i i I was kind of jokingly said at one point that like we're getting to a point where graphics cards are basically another computer that you're just sticking my computer has a computer plugged into it and like what you just said makes that a serious statement like this could be its own like uh, kind of in a way it's its own standalone little pc kind of that then but they're all they're sort of networked together via the motherboard. They're a bunch of like almost like daughter cards kind of in a way in a, wow. It's, it's really close to that already. And, and, um, but yeah, it'll just be tighter integration. Um, so that it will, the way NVIDIA is rolling, Mm -hmm. um, I would, I, Man, we'll probably see some like really game changer stuff even just by next year, wow. by the end of next year, um, uh, early 2022. Uh, probably won't even be recognizable as like from stuff that we have today. Wow. Um, as far as how as it goes on the workstation side, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, because you know uh, the uh, the x86 processors are are. They're, I mean, the stuff is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, AMD is knocking out some outstanding stuff right now. Yeah, um, and and uh, and it's available. You know what I mean? Um, they're, they can deliver it. Uh, sorry, Intel, but hey, that's the truth. Um, I mean, and and yeah. so so and that stuff is is really good. It's really good, and. You know, and there's legacy there, and it's it's almost impossible to change platforms. I right. mean, totally. I mean, there is, it's extremely difficult to do that. Right. So, um, so x you know, x86 is going to be around for a while. It's not sure. going away, and it's going to still be very, very important. Um, and it may still dominate in uh, for like uh, workstation workstation platform. Okay. I don't know how ARM is going to fit in there, but somebody will probably come up. We'll do something pretty innovative. Uh, we may see that next year. We'll, you know, have to wait and see. It's a little bit hard for me to pull out my crystal ball at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Think- AMD is is uh, is really impressive. I I, uh, I really like their new processors. I'm super yeah. looking forward to seeing Zen three mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, across the board, Zen 3, uh, Threadripper, and um, uh, the uh, Epic Milan, the, the mm-hmm. new Epic version. Um, I'm I'm actually hopeful, and I got to bug Josh. I need to go up to <laughs> Josh. Epic, where's my Epic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't um, heard. We haven't been hearing a lot, or at least the the tiny piece of the pie that I, you know, that because of Puget that Epic. I is not just it wasn't as good as Xeon or or it, oh, had it no. made Epic had it made its place great. into the into the server side of things. It it's no they're making big inroads with Epic. Oh good good okay and, cool. And Nvidia is totally on Epic now. All all of their all the hardware that they're sell, wow. selling is all Epic. It's it's nice. uh, they're because they want the PCIe four. Aha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And. And uh, yeah, Epic is really strong. One of the people that's on here, uh, uh, Ron, my good buddy, mm-hmm. he's got an insanely killer Epic box. <laughs> nice. Um, but we couldn't build it for him. It broke my heart. It Aww. broke my heart. But he's got four GPUs in that puppy, and, and this thing is 
it's the most crazy is right on the edge of being feasible to do i mean it's like got to be using up an entire uh power line oh yeah and, like uh, its own its own 30 30 amp circuit kind of thing probably 20, 20 <laughs> is okay for that okay you could buy um but but you can't uh, run the toaster at the same time yeah it's yeah really you can't um <laughs> the uh but he's doing great run you know he's doing insanely great stuff too so i mean nice. that's cool I, but that's cool but uh i would like to see uh, a lot of our stuff more on the scientific side and hpc side uh probably be rebased onto uh epic okay okay um so you know we're being very very cautious about moving forward on that and you know we qualify everything and there's there's been these little gotchas that has just kind of prevented us from doing some things um but it's getting better and better, and, and uh, you know we should have some stuff. And I, I, I plan. I expect really to uh, shift some platforms over. Sweet. Um, not that the Intel stuff is bad, because the Intel stuff is great, and I absolutely mm -hmm. love the the Xeon 64L stuff, the 64 oh, yeah. lane. Uh, that's a great platform. That's really really good. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't hesitate on that, not for a second. Um, so, yeah, went off on a tangent there. No, that's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, probably a good one. That was a good tangent. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ron, Ron says it heats up the office on its own 20-amp plug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, you ha yeah, I had to. Um, yeah, that's, that's a great, great, I mean, that's an insane box. There, um, so... There, um, there. I, I hear a, another comment. This is a little more general kind of labs labs question. Um, sure. It says Linus Tech Tips has says there are voltage spikes with the thirty series, uh, so they need more power than they claim to need. Uh, have we found a similar? Um, Do you know? Okay. The we haven't done that kind of testing. Um, okay, but we're we're looking at pushing the envelope here, mm -hmm. uh, like see. Okay, can we do quad? Can we do four right. GPUs? What do we need for power? Uh, how can we manage that? Um, I was just had just a little short kind of brainstorm exchange with Matt this morning. Yeah, and um, um, one of the things that that I thought came to my mind is like. Oh, hey, you know, because we have design, we have design limitations on, sure. on this stuff. And, uh, and, you know, this is something I've talked with John about for years and years and years. A lot of the systems that I used to design my, myself personally, the, uh, uh, the, the limitation criteria that I gave was that it had to be able to run on a single 20 amp line. Sure. And, um, so you have power limitations, and for us, we you know we need to restrict that to a 15 amp like residential, a US right. 15 amp residential line, and uh, so there's a limit to the power draw that you can have and still have you know a stable system. Right. Um, now, as far as any kind of spiking or anything weird like that, you know that's hard to say because this could could be from uh, early manufacturer stuff. You okay. Know? Um, and I know there's been some, there was a little bit of design uh, looseness. I'll oh, yeah. Say, you know, uh, and uh, uh, a, f a few GPUs have had some, some issues. Um, but uh, I don't know of anything, any real serious showstopper there with spikes. But the, the idea that I had this morning, and I, I kind of like this. And I, I you know, uh, on laptops, uh, NVIDIA abused a, a term called Max-Q. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that has to do with uh, pressure, um, uh, dynamic uh, uh, pressure. and uh, uh, But it, it's the, the idea is that there's a sweet spot. Okay. So if you, if you look at... Oh, and, and yeah, okay, F as far as compute goes, you know, the, uh, the compute, the A100 compute cards are uh, TDP at 250. Oh, nice, okay. Watt. The PCIe cards. And, and, and actually, we're going to be offering those soon. 
Okay, so we'll be able to put that in some of the server gear, and I really have some uses for that. <laughs> okay, nice. because those are way different than okay. the the RTX, any of the RTXs. It's, it's way different. Okay. 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 Um, and some amazing features on A100. Um, but but the the PCIe uh, uh, A100, 250 watts. Sure. Okay. And that's not so bad. So, yeah, and and um, so the the power uh, the power draw is really high on these, you know, yeah. uh, maxing up to like 350 watts, right? Mm-hmm. This was the kind of the idea that I had. There's probably like 90% of the performance um, that you could get, probably close to 250 watts. On on the laptop, you buy laptops, and a lot of times you'll see this marketing thing that'll say Max Q. Okay. And uh, what that is is they basically looked at uh, performance, and they looked at power draw, and there it goes up almost linearly performance in the power draw until it reaches a point, and then it starts to roll over pretty sharply. Huh. Okay. To where okay. you 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 have to add a lot more power. To get just a little bit more performance, and there's there's a peak in there. There's a, there's a point where it's really, it's um, it's optimal, and that right. and they're calling that max Q hmm. uh, for for laptop GPUs because they need to conserve power. They need to right. conserve battery life, and not burn the thing up. <laughs> right. Right. So right. Uh, so I'm looking at that. I'm going well. Heck, man. Maybe I can uh, do some. Uh, I can use the the management uh, library, the uh, NVML, or okay. and or the you know even the NVIDIA uh, SMI yeah. uh, management interface, and you can control the voltage, you can control the power draw on the cards. Sure. Okay. So you 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 can cap them, hmm. uh, and you can do this dynamically. So I th- I think I can do I think I can plot one of these max Qs for. Uh, like the 3090. Yeah. And there's probably a sweet spot in there where sure, you're getting sure. a lot of performance at a reasonable power draw. Yeah. Um, now, on for multi-GPU, that might make a machine that's viable versus something that's not practical to do. Sure. Um, so... So um, I'm not sure how to do it because we probably want to do it dynamically, because right. if you've only got a couple cards in use, yeah, you probably you don't want to cap them. You just want to let yeah, them. Yeah, they'd be fine to look. So you'd have yeah. to do an accumulation across the cards mm-hmm. and look at the cumulative power draw, and uh, um, and then dynamically uh, ad- adjust it based on the load. Wow, that'll so be fine. It'd be tricky. I'm going to mess around with. It. I'm going to. Sure. I'm going to play with that. I'm, I at least want to do a max Q cor- for one card just to see actually where that power and performance sweet spot really, really is. Um, okay. And there's some people that may have that, that may actually really want to do that because you can cap the, you can cap the power draw. You can you right. can limit the the GPUs, um, and I'm pretty sure that you have f- full control of that on the the RTX 30s. Uh, That'd be cool. I haven't yeah. tried this yet, but I'm pretty sure that you can. Uh, almost certain. So um, I'll mess around with that and see. Uh, uh, it'll be fun. Anyway, you know, in any case, it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, blower cards, you know, yeah, they're going to happen. Um, and um, and that's essential. Okay. Right, right. Because you, you have to be able to get that heat out of the case. You know, mm-hmm. and and uh, you can't just blow that 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 much, because every watt, right? All that stuff becomes heat. Right. Power in, right. of course, it becomes heat. There's a little mm-hmm. teeny bit of it that gets converted into actually computing something, but sure. most of it is heat. <laughs> um, Seems wasteful. So, yeah, yeah, you you generate a lot of heat for the for the amount of computation that you're getting. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, so we, yeah, we got to get that out. So, the, but the, I'm opt- I'm very optimistic about the blower cards. Yeah. Okay. I I think they'll um, I think they'll be good. You know, um, you know they're coming from a really 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 great manufacturer who I have tremendous respect for. Um, is that is that is that public information yet? 
Well, I mean, Matt posted a picture of four blowers in a machine, so... Yeah, yeah, and those I, are the, I don't know. I don't know that he mentioned a brand. I, I don't know what those really he, were, but yeah, um, but that's the company, right? Okay, that's Gigabyte. Yeah, um, they uh, they sorry. made some of the best uh, twenty eight ETIs, in my opinion. I, I loved their design on the. Oh yeah, ETI. they they were um, they were great. Yeah, I and so yeah, it says I, it says right on the edge of their Gigabyte. So we're if if okay, we were going to yeah, get in okay. trouble, we would have already. <laughs> yeah. I, anyway, that, I, that's totally. Yeah, I oh yeah, I haven't. Um, I haven't seen these yet. Oh, geez. Actually, okay, I haven't messed just about yet. just about 20 minutes ago, he posted a picture of two 1,600-watt power supplies powering four oh. 3090s. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to, uh, Houston, I used to do that. <laughs> the office is um, going to explode. <laughs> I, I, I was doing consulting. I was doing, I was doing hardware designs and, and shipping uh, scientific uh, workstations on yeah. the early days of GPU compute. And I was building systems with... Uh, multiple power supplies, you know, wow. and, uh, having That's them relayed crazy. together. One, yeah. Once uh, one power supply be running the, a couple of the GPUs and another one gets motherboard in the GPU. And it's like, yeah, you could totally do that. Um, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. That, see, that's the thing. We, we, we need to come up with a, a practical design. And um, oh, I'm really curious about <laughs> You know, think, because there may be some serious advantages to like having four GPUs, right? With a little bit of a capped power draw, right? Versus three that are uncapped. You know? Yeah, so there, sure. That's a big up. That's because I'm going. Because mm, yeah, yeah well, feeling that max Q is going to be high. Right. Like we'll you'd get be a better lot of performance. It'd be better to have four of them running at eighty percent than three running at a hundred. Right, you're 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 Probably. getting more total oomph, even though yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah be cool. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I love to if, see. I, love to I wouldn't see be surprised if we can get a power draw down to uh, two seventy five, two eighty watts, and still have really, really, really great performance. Um, I'm super curious about that because it's like, ooh, I think I can check that out. So yeah, I'll probably I'll probably try it. Um, I, and I'll, I'll just say uh, my testing and stuff is is kind of on hold. I've had a weird couple of weeks. Yeah. It's like everything that I've been like, okay, this is what I'm working on. Like I can't do that. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm, so I'm I'm basically I'm stalled on a lot of stuff. Um, but but one of the things where I, I'm I'm kind of stalled is uh, I don't really want to do much more testing on the GPU until I've got better. Uh, but but I, until I have framework rebuilds, right? Um, uh, uh, you know, CUDA eleven point one now ha- has support in it for um, the uh, GA one hundred two processor, okay, mm-hmm. which is different than the GA one hundred, um, and uh, um, so uh, yeah, when I did the testing, there was like, oh, this is not working right. That's not here. Oh man, the the, the PTX is is going to the driver for compilation a, a lot of stuff is 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 not super great there yet for on the on the the heavy computing end of it that you know running tensorflow and pytorch and all that right so um but I, and i've go, been going oh, okay it's time for me to bite the bullet and and uh do my own compile and try to link uh tensorflow uh up with the the, the bleedingest edge uh, library releases from Intel or from uh, Nvidia, and um, you know, see if I can get the thing going and, and get some better performance. But what I want to do is wait for Nvidia to do it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I think by the end of the month, um, they will have some updates. I don't know. They oh, don't cool. have a whole big motivation for doing this, but I, I expect them to have uh, updates to the containers. The uh, uh, on uh, NGC that um, are rebuilt to uh, CUDA 11.1 and the okay. uh, uh, CUDA uh, DNN uh, 8.4. Uh, I think it's 8.4. Whatever. It's, it's yeah. uh, DNN 8. Okay. And, and uh, that's a... F- because I, I felt like I was leaving performance on the table when I tested hmm. the, these GPUs. It's going, I think there's more there's more stuff that could happen there interesting um 
you know, some some of the my commenters really pointed out some stuff that's like, oh, oh, whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, maybe that's that, maybe that's what we're going to see. Hmm. Uh, but I'm still optimistic that uh, there's more optimization to be had. Nice, that, that's um, good. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm expecting it probably to be like mid November before um, I before I have a new driver and some new hmm. f- framework builds. And, you know, just kind of for all the software and the stuff to kind of catch up to uh, the the max capability we can get out of the GA-102. Yeah. So, uh, but I will definitely be doing, you know, definitely be doing more testing. Um, yeah, it's great. Oh, man, we got good it's stuff gonna to play good with stuff. right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it seems like we're on the, the cusp of a kind of a new frontier almost. Like, these are, there's another so nice. major, a major leap forward. Just... This was a big leap forward. This is, and these GPUs are great. I mean, oh my God, you know, and 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 AMD's uh, Zen three is looking really good. You know, that that's mm-hmm. that's going to be good stuff. Um, you know, we we will definitely have uh, testing up on launch. Uh, I'm going to do I'm going to do some testing. Um, I ha- I haven't done I haven't done anything yet. Right. Um, uh, I'm going to kind of wait. I'm waiting more for the last minute on my testing. Um, because I'm going to test on Linux. Yeah. Um, and uh, I want to talk to AMD a little bit and see if there's, you know, if they're going to have a, an updated, uh, some libraries updated for uh, compute performance. Um, I don't think so. I think it's going to, I think mm. that's going to be a little while out before they have a, a new version of um their uh, their Bliss library, their Bloss library, and Flame, mm-hmm. their um, uh, their uh, uh, Lop Hack stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it'll be fully optimized uh, f- uh, for performance wise. Pro- probably for a, a couple of months. Okay. Um, but I, but I'll I'll get some numbers up and and try to get some par- comparative stuff. It looks like an incremental improvement over uh, Zen Two Plus. Okay. It's not like a. It's not like a. I don't see any any. You know, there there's some design changes that are really significant, and 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 everything that they said, I think you can take it as being like, yeah, that's for real. Okay. Um, and. Uh, um, um, I'm looking forward to Zen 4 because <laughs> I'd like to see I'd like to see a major architecture update. Although sure. their design is brilliant, I'm, and and you know they've just oh uh, Intel's got to be just kicking themselves. <laughs> yeah, I bet because AMD <laughs> AMD beat them to this by oh it's going to be over a year by a year two years. AMD's yeah. going to have beat them to this whole idea with these uh, chiplet clusters. That's uh, great, and so they so AMD's getting good yield. Uh, because they don't have to have as, as much, you know. They can just they have they can uh, afford to have more things broken, uh, uh, um, that they and still have good stuff. I mean, they, yeah, yeah they yeah. Uh, it was brilliant. Uh, uh, the the current AMD design is brilliant. I mean, yeah, kudos kudos to uh, yeah. Sue. I mean, she high, high fives all around. Yeah, yeah, we're I know I know just from the consumer side, it's it's exciting stuff. Um, yeah, we're. I, I'm. I'm looking forward to. Heck, I mean, even just the current generation of AMD's is killer. And so, oh, it's yeah. Really good. I mean, so yeah, if if they, I, they I love keep the riding 32 this train, Threadripper. I, I, I think that's a, one of the nicest processors available right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice. So I'm looking forward to the Zen three uh, Threadrippers. All um, right. We have a little bit gone over our hour. We'll, we're going to want to get one more one more question out, and because yep. I'm curious to know what you think about this. What uh, are you waiting for? Quantum computers. This is from Timo TT on YouTube. I have some involvement with quantum computers. Okay, I'm I'm Ooh. a I'm a uh, theoretical chemist, and right, uh, right. that means quantum mechanics pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have some colleagues that um, have basically been carrying the torch of research that I did at the University of Arizona mm-hmm. uh, years and years ago. <laughs> um, and there's some applications in uh, quantum computing. And um, um, I, you know, I, this is like totally speculation, but um, it's looking hopeful that I may actually take a little bit of a sabbatical at some point. 
Oh. Um, to uh, maybe a little like a part-time sabbatical or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to to um, uh, help with some of these projects, and, and this this is uh, funded on um, uh, the uh, quantum quantum computing initiatives. Now, and but as far as quantum quantum computing goes, I'm kind of, I'm I'm still a skeptic. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Because I know, because I know what it was like. Oh man, this this is like formidable. <laughs> like, how are you doing this? And and uh, um, but yeah, it's it's for real. It's Neat. for real. And, cool. and uh, it, it it that's good. Again, that's a, that's a game changer, and it's a a whole different world. It's not going to be like conventional computing, and people just right. need to, you know, get that out of their head. I'm, I'm not going to have um, a quantum desktop. I don't think so. Okay. Now, now, now there there could very well be some, um, some design breakthroughs, some idea breakthroughs that mm-hmm. come from, you know, the the core stuff that that researchers are working on now. Okay. That could actually translate into some really, really interesting things happening on the desktop. Neat. Uh, but it will, you know, you obviously can't be cooling something down to fraction of uh, uh, fraction of a degree Kelvin with liquid helium on your desktop, right? <laughs> and and um, um, but uh, yeah, it's this is one of those things, kind of like. Um, I'll, I'll, just as far as that goes, I'm going to characterize mm-hmm. it as like the space program. Okay. You know, because back in the back in the the 50s and 60s, yeah. you know, I mean, we got things like microwave ovens and stuff sure, like that. Sure. You know, we got Velcro. all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> Velcro, yeah, greatest thing ever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, cool. Okay, so there there may be there may be uh, sort of tangential or. Um, you know, we might figure out some other cool stuff as we walk this path of quantum computing. Yeah. When, whenever, cool. whenever you throw money at brilliant scientists, mm-hmm. eventually good things will happen. <laughs> okay? And it may not be related to what they were trying to achieve in the first place. Still, that's cool. Um, but uh, Creative yeah, solutions. I think the money is well spent. I think the, the funding... Uh, for the research and, and the projects that are going on are are well advised. I think that's well guided. Cool, that's good to hear. It's not just junk science, almost. You know, that's good to hear. Yeah, it's very uh, very tricky, insane challenge. Neat, but um, great research. <laughs> it's right on. fantastic research. Cool. Well, okay. So we will we'll yeah, we'll end it here on on a on a science fiction note. I think this will be really cool. Uh, but so thank you, Don, for joining us uh, on our labs open office hour. Um, it was very kind of you to take time out of the day and join us today. And I want to thank the audience as well for joining us. Thank you for your questions. Um, I think we got some yeah. good we got some real good stuff out of that. Um, and uh, just. We do this every Wednesday and Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Wednesdays, we bring on industry experts from outside the company to give us a little insight into their workflow and process. And on Fridays, we have a member of our labs team, like Don here, kind of um, spread a little bit more of their knowledge and expertise around and then take questions from you guys as well to get a little more insight into the overall kind of crossover of hardware and software. Uh, So mark your calendars. Wednesdays, Fridays, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, And uh, we will say goodbye. Take care, everyone.